Welcome into We Are SC. Welcome into Four Downs. Uh, this is Eric McKinney, joined by Greg Katz. Greg, we are talking the number 10 undefeated USC Trojans going to South Bend to take on a 5-2 and two Notre Dame team. Number 21, still a, a very good Notre Dame team. I think maybe you had that Ohio State game early and there were thoughts early in the year of if these two teams can get there undefeated. This will be a, a monumental game. Still a big game. Still a big game for both programs, I think, for what, what they want to do the rest of the season. But let's jump into, again, four downs. First down, as we always do, the USC offense on the field. Greg, the one thing, the, the biggest thing that you're looking for when USC's offense has the ball out there? That they score and score and score again. And when they're done, they score some more. And that might be hindered by two factors. One, the weather, which uh, by all accounts is going to be unsettling, rainy, possibly. You you know, you wonder about, you know, some of the things on the field and what have you. But the point is, is Notre Dame is going to win this game based on one major factor, unless it's the magic of the dome. They're going to ball control USC. They're going to try to ram it right up the main street on the ground with Audric Estime, and they're going to try to limit the possessions USC can have and score at the same time. And the problem is, is that Notre Dame has still got a good offensive line led by an All-America tackle in Joe Alt. And the fact of the matter is they have an excellent NFL-style running back in Estime. And if if they're going against USC's biggest weakness, rush defense and that's a bad combination especially if it's bad weather so i'm going to be looking at at those factors uh in the game uh because uh i can't remember a game that i think is so cut out for following uh, what's on paper than this one i love that uh the usc defense has been such a talking point all season and and as well it should be that on this point when we're talking USC offense it's still about the USC defense right i mean that's so for me USC offense on the field i i want to see or I, i'm going to be watching can they get going quickly can they get going early you cannot afford three straight three and outs again to open this game I do not think USC on the road at Notre Dame against this team can come back if it's a 17-0 deficit like we saw at Arizona where there was just no momentum. That being a home game against an Arizona team that that made a couple mistakes and let USC back into it, I don't think you're going to get that at certainly not at Notre Dame Stadium and certainly not against a, a very veteran, experienced Notre Dame team. So I think on the flip side, and forget about kind of USC playing defense or, or what can they do. USC offensively, if they can come out and really take it to Notre Dame, we've seen them jump out 14 nothing and get really going against some good teams in the past. Last year, I mean, all, almost all their losses came after they jumped out to, to big leads. But if they can do that, there's some... 
there's some concern, I think, in this Notre Dame program right now. I don't think there was any type of embarrassment with losing close to Ohio State. The way they lost at the end and the questions that that served up to Marcus Freeman about coaching ability and decisions and all of that, finishing the game with 10 men on the field, needing a late, late touchdown drive against Duke where your offense kind of sputtered throughout and then kind of getting run off the field at Louisville where you couldn't get anything done offensively through three interceptions and and Louisville kind of controlled the game against Notre Dame on the ground, ran it 40 times and, and Notre Dame's run game could not get going. I'm curious if USC can offensively come out and run a couple drives up and get out to a lead, what happens kind of to that stadium? And I don't want to undersell Notre Dame fans. They, they can they can be as – that stadium when USC's there can be as loud as it gets uh, in college football. But I'm curious, this, this Notre Dame team has played three straight really difficult games against good teams – uh, are they in it? Are they in it if they're looking up and it's 14 nothing early or 17 nothing early and, and they're on they're on the downside of that? So I think that I think USC could help itself out greatly by getting off to a really good start uh on offense. And we've seen it before. This last week against Arizona was the first time all season USC didn't take its opening drive for a touchdown. They they do that almost constantly under Lincoln Riley. So I, I think that sets up potentially for a really good way to get at, to for USC to get out, limit the crowd a little bit and put themselves in a good position where Notre Dame can't rely just on its run game to kind of milk a lead and, and kill clock. So with second down, we'll get, we'll get into that flip side that I know you want to talk about the USC defense for second down. When USC's defense is on the field, what are you looking for uh, either from the Notre Dame offense or specifically that USC defense? Well, I'm looking at the corners. I mean, honestly speaking, uh, you know, I don't think Notre Dame has the, as good a receiver as they've had in the past. I do think Hartman's a good quarterback. I think if he gets hot, he can cause a lot of problems, especially if they get on a yo-yo of passing and running, okay? Uh, now, SC is one of the nation's leaders in sacks, which is great. Uh, Hartman is not overly mobile. But he's mobile enough that he'll sidestep, but he can be hit, and he can be hit repeatedly. We've seen that. The key here is, again, going back to underscore what you said, you know, the Notre Dame crowd is very interesting. I've been there when when they get down. When they get down, it's like being in mass. They don't, You don't hear them. They're not – the key is, is all of a sudden it's like poking the bear, so to speak. If they get up, crowd is incredibly intense. But they don't stay intense when they're down. And so if SC can do that defensively, what I'm hoping is that there aren't a lot of missed tackles. They can't afford. Estime can really break tackles. And once he gets open, he can really move for a guy who's about 230 pounds. And, uh, you know, again, it goes down, back to what I thought, thought the last couple of weeks, the confidence of the SC defense. How confident are they? If things start to go bad, is it here we go again in this type of environment? Uh, that'll take a lot of leadership on the part of, uh, you know, Mason Cobb and some of the others to uh, make sure they don't collapse. 
So that's what kind of what I'm looking at. All right. I, I've got a couple Notre Dame players as kind of keys for this. You mentioned Audrey Gestime. I'm, I am curious how much of the load they give to him. Notre Dame's got a couple backs, Jeremiah Love and Jerry Price. I, I think Jeremiah Love is, is interesting because he can run the ball up the middle and through contact too and has some speed. I, I think that Estime is probably the guy. And if USC can load up against him, I would feel comfortable if Sam Hartman has to throw for 450 yards in this game for Notre Dame to win. I'm not saying he can't. We've seen any quarterback. We've seen quarterbacks come out in street clothes and throw the ball for 400 yards on occasion against this USC defense the last year and a half. So I'm not saying that that is, that is going to win the game for USC, but you feel more comfortable if it becomes a Caleb Hartman battle, right? Rather than Notre Dame just plotting for 15 play all rushing touchdown drives throughout the game like that's not the game that that USC wants to get in so I think it's the I think it's two big guys that are going to force USC to play tough physical defense and the question mark is huge as to whether USC can do that and and for me that's Audrey Gessme and receiving Mitchell Evans that tight end uh, Notre Dame tight ends are should should be familiar to USC fans. I mean, they, they kind of send them out all year. And last year, USC struggled with the tight end. They haven't really seen a the kind of first round tight end talent that hurt them last year against Utah and, and Notre Dame as well. Uh, I don't know kind of where Evans is on draft boards or any of that stuff. He leads them in receptions and yards, and he can do damage over the middle of the field. USC's safeties, when they've been matched up against really good, strong, big, physical tight ends, have not done all that well. And the linebackers have had problems. Kind of Notre Dame will will run a lot of that kind of mesh stuff with receivers and, and let tight ends get loose underneath all that traffic. I'm curious how that goes because this is a guy who could catch 12 to 15 passes if US if Notre Dame sees holes over the middle of the field and and they want to feed him the ball. So limiting those two guys I think is probably pretty key and again if you if you get beat one on one somewhere else you try to let your athletes make plays and and see what happens but I don't think USC can let just let estimate run wild and let Mitchell Evans run over the middle of the field in one-on-one coverage against linebackers and safeties. That That is going to be uh, a couple tough matchups for the USC defense. But again, I, you know, Hartman, Hartman is interesting because Louisville kind of messed with him a little bit. Three sort of bad interceptions uh, that he had there. I I don't know. I'm I'm curious if he can do it against against USC. Again, we've seen, we've seen plenty of quarterbacks do it. So he's, they had five, he's certainly they had talented. Five, they had five turnovers against Louisville. Mm-hmm. The Louisville fans were into that game from beginning to end, and I think he got rattled. I think their whole team got rattled. I think they're a, a worn down team. They played in tough physical games uh, leading into SC. It's going to be a question to me is SC, can SC be as tough and physical 
as who they've played. I'm saying who I'm talking about Notre Dame has played because if Notre Dame feels that they can control physically that game, they're going to have a burst of energy. And the question is, is, you know, that's going to get knocked down. Are they going to get back up? It's going to be a slugfest. And again, you know, I, I don't know if I've raised this, but you know, today I asked uh, Lincoln Riley, had he ever been to Notre Dame or coached the game? And he said, he's never been to Notre Dame. And then I said, well, have you ever taken your team in a walkthrough on a Friday? Are you planning on doing it? And he said, no. He says, they're not leaving till Friday morning and because of the schedule and yada, 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 which I respected. He did say he's seen Rudy five times, 5,000 times, excuse me. Um, but I am concerned about that as a, as a factor because, I don't know, it seems like every time I've been to Notre Dame, and I've been going since the 1970s, 80s. You know what? Every time I go, it's like the first time I've been there. There's something about it. And if you're a coach and you've never coached in it and you get caught up in it, I'm not saying he will, but I know that he would say I've coached in the the Red River rivalry. This is different. This is different. And this the players on his team. You could just say, well, the freshmen might uh, succumb to the – aura of Rudy and everything else that goes into it. But how many players on this team have played at Notre Dame? That's the thing. I mean, you've never played there. And I think, as you well stated, if Notre Dame gets up and that crowd gets into it, it's almost like you're floating to try to grasp onto something to get back into the game. So I am a little concerned about no walkthrough on Friday. And, uh, you know, strange things happen at uh, Notre Dame Stadium. It really does. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't, I just don't think there's a whole lot of expectation anymore for this USC defense. I, I think you need maybe a couple second down sacks that, that leave really difficult third down conversions and maybe a football bounces your way here and there and, and you get uh, a turnover or two. Louisville showed that you can stop this Notre Dame offense, right? I mean, Notre Dame ran for 44 yards against Louisville. It's not Notre Dame's in, in the top 40, but barely in total offense, 54th in rushing. This isn't a absolutely dominant, devastating Notre Dame offense. Teams have gotten right against this USC defense. It, they, they have, they have to show up. I think they know that. I think, I think this staff and this team have been looking forward to this game and maybe it's cost them some kind of performance points against the last few teams, but the test is here, right? It's, it's midterm week for Notre Dame. This is almost USC's finals, right? Like you, you need to keep your season together in this game. You got to come out and play and, and you can't, what you mentioned, I think is important. USC can't let Notre Dame come out and see, oh, this is not a physical game. The SC is going to try to finesse this, and it's a little bit of a break for USC. Notre Dame should be exhausted by halftime based on the games they've played recently and what USC tries to do. I think that's a, a really interesting thing to watch if, if USC's defense can kind of step up and, and play that kind of game. Let's go to third down. Third down is our uh, prize picks section. Thanks to our friend uh, at prize picks. Uh, there isn't a better way to enjoy watching your favorite team than by playing daily fantasy with our friends at prize picks. You simply select two to six players 
predict if they will go more or less than their prize picks projection. You go in up to 25 times your money on any entry. Uh, prize pick, for prize picks, all first time users that deposit and use the promo code SC will receive a 100% instant deposit match up to a hundred dollars. Uh, visit prize picks online or download the app and our promo code SC. Uh, Greg, last week we were about five, six, I think, Marshawn Lloyd, uh, rushing yards away from getting there. We went with the, we went with less. Uh, remember on, on Caleb Williams and Shador Sanders combining for some ridiculously high number of, of passing yards. So this, this week, what I went with, I, I went over, I went offense and, and almost immediately regretting based on, uh, kind of some thoughts and maybe that weather, right? If it, if it ends up being rainy and, and it slows things down or just the atmosphere kind of gets to people, but, uh, we talked about what can USC do against that Notre Dame running game. I, I'm less, less than optimistic at this point. Would love to be wrong, but Audra Gestime, the number here, 96.5 rush yards. I just, Arizona had a running back that went well over a hundred yards. Arizona State had a running back that went over a hundred yards. I, I see him getting to 100 yards. The hope is that USC makes him earn it, right? The hope is that he's got to he's got to do twenty plus carries to get to just a hundred yards. If he's if he's breaking tackles at the line and in the second level and ripping off 15, 17, 19, 25 yard carries, that could be a really long day for USC. But on the other side, I saw, I saw Taj Washington at fifty six point five receiving yards. I went more on that really quickly. I think he has a chance to do some damage in this one. I think Notre Dame likes their outside cornerbacks. I'm curious how they feel about those USC slot receivers and and Taj Washington has a way of kind of popping up in in big moments and in big games. Uh I like him and then this is maybe a maybe a fool me three times kind of thing with Marshawn Lloyd, but the number was a little lower, 72.5. We we were talking mid-90s the last few weeks, 72.5. I think USC has to get him more than that. And I know maybe we'll see some Austin Jones, uh, maybe the the little short dump-off kind of play-action passing game is, is incorporated as kind of some runs. Uh, but I, I think if USC wants to come out and set the tone – it's got to be that offensive line and, and Marshawn Lloyd's got to do some damage on the ground there. So again, maybe that's a little bit wishful, but I, I think even, even when Marshawn Lloyd seems to have kind of rough games or the USC running game doesn't seem like it's clicking or it's great. He's still kind of mid eighties rushing so far that, that we've seen. So, uh, anyway, that, so, so those are the ones that I went with. Curious, there, there's a lot of run game talk in there. What jumps out to you about about maybe that aspect for both teams? Well, I think that uh, Estime will run for more yards than what's listed. I think I'd be an idiot not to, if I was going to roll the dice and spend money, that's what I would do. As far as Dodge Washington, he's the perfect guy for this type of game. He's the type of guy that everyone's going to be looking at, Brendan Rice and son of Jerry Rice, yada, yada, Dorian Singer. You know, he's going to, and oh, yeah, by the way, you know, 
Deuce Robinson could come in, you know, out of nowhere and be a hero. But I think the Taj, this is right up Taj's alley. If the weather isn't bad, he could do some damage. Okay, he could do some damage. Uh, you know, in terms of the running game for SC with the Marshawn Lloyd, I think it's going to be up to the offensive coordinator and the offensive line. Now, if SC's offensive coordinator that, oh, by the way, he's the head coach of USC, Lincoln Riley decides he wants to run the ball, then it's up to the offensive line to be able to execute it. I'm not overly uh, optimistic in some ways about the interior of the SC offensive line. Uh, they're making changes. I think I think uh, Mason Murphy might start at the right tackle uh, in place of uh, Tarquin. Uh, you know, that it just seems that Notre Dame has a very exper- experienced defense. They have a really good linebacker in, in Bertrand. He can play, and they've got good down linemen. So when you keep mixing it all together in the washing machine, you say, well, what are we going to get here? I don't think that um, Lloyd, he has a capability of it. I just don't think he's going to get that many yards uh, on an individual basis because, you know, if Lincoln starts getting into his passing mode, which he should if they're successful, okay, uh, I, I don't see how he how he's going to do it unless he breaks off a 70-yarder. That'd be fine. Yeah, that'd be great. Can you, can you guarantee that? <laughs> no, no, I cannot. All right, let's go. Let's go to our fourth down here. Your number, your stat. What? What is? What's calling to you uh, in this game? I think I'm going to have to go where it always goes, Caleb Williams. I think the stat is going to have to be 300 yards passing. And as a side part to that, sidebar to it, he's going to have to throw four or five touchdown passes. So 300 and four, two separate categories, are the two numbers that I'm looking at. And, of course, I guess the other number would be zero interceptions. That would help, too. I'm going to go with 500. Uh, And that's going to be... Again, if if we're talking more or less, hopefully less, total yards for Notre Dame. USC gave up well over 500 to Colorado. They gave up 500 to Arizona, just over 500. Uh, this Notre Dame team, they, they're coming off a game where they had fewer than 300 total yards at Louisville. We talked about the turnovers and, and certainly the atmosphere that Notre Dame is going to be playing in is not going to be the same that they saw last week. Uh, but, but I, the USC defense has got to do something, right? They've got to show up a little bit. They've got to start playing because again, USC, that 17, nothing hole that they dug out of against Arizona, there's going to be times where, where the USC offense struggles a little bit. If the, if the defense can't kind of keep Notre Dame specifically on the road with that running game held in check a little bit. Uh, this this one, I think, could end up going a little bit sideways. I, I think, I think that Notre Dame will try to kind of out-muscle and out-tough and out all of that stuff. And 
Call, I mean, call me absolutely crazy when we talk again after the game. I think that the USC defense is, is probably up for that challenge. I think that they kind of rise to the occasion, uh, and can, can get it done against this Notre Dame offense. Again, I think that there's been so much focus for them about sort of this is when the season starts and this is where we need to have our A game, uh, that I, that I think that they can, do enough, right? This USC defense is not holding anybody to six points or even 13 or maybe even 17. Oh, that's here, so hopeful. Right? That's so hopeful. But, but, but low twenties, mid twenties, that kind of stuff, that, that wins you a game. I mean, that, the, the way that they, I say held, held Arizona <laughs> after that start, it was ultimately in regulation should have been enough for USC to win that game. If they can keep Notre Dame again, even around, you know, 400 total yards and, and 28 points, something like that. I, I think that the USC offense and, and team would love its chances with that. So. Okay. I want to ask you a question before we leave. Can I ask Here we you? Go. It's a, it's a bonus prize pick question. Dennis Lynch, the place kicker for USC. Does he kick three field goals or less than three field goals. I, I think he you gets like, two. Did you like I that think, question? First of all, was yeah, that I, a, think, I think he gets two, question? two field goals in in this one. All right. Well, that's a little something for bonus prize pick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't see him in there. We'll we'll get field goal field goal kickers uh, in into the mix at some point. <laughs> So anyway, if if you're a if you were making your way out to South Bend, hope you enjoy it. If not. Make sure you you check in. It's a 4.30 p.m. Pacific time kick. Again, USC looking to stay undefeated in the with, with the greatest intersectional rivalry in college football. And I, I still think that it's I still think that it's that right. Some of the some of the uh, teams moving conferences and all of that stuff is taken away from some of the rivalries. I think this one still really, really matters. And I think we're going to get a sense of that when we're there. I'm, I'm really, even with the rain, looking forward to the atmosphere and, and all of that, that always comes with USC Notre Dame. So again, enjoy watching your Trojans take on the Irish. Thanks for watching four downs. Thanks for watching. We are SC for Greg Katz. This has been Eric McKinney.